Happy New Year! It is 2020! Congratulations, we have made it! I thank you for being a part of the podcast ministry, the prayer ministry. Every single person listening, we made it to 100 followers. And God is doing great and just enormous things, more than our team, myself, could even imagine. So I'm just so thankful for each of you listening, and I know that God is going to do something amazing this year. We're praying for prosperity, we're praying for deliverance, and that is the perfect segue into our series this month. Whew, healing from our past. That's deep. And I want to start off with this scripture, which is Psalms 147.3. It says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Now, for the sake of this series, when we're talking about healing from our past, I don't want us to just refer to it as pain and trauma. But I also want you to know that it encompasses our sins and our desires as well. It's anything that attempted to break us or to break our hearts. Now, in 2020, I believe that we are called to be delivered and we're called to be healed from some things. And today, you better recognize. Mm, 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 mm. I like the catchy phrase and it's true. It really is true. You better recognize. If you can pinpoint your hurts and acknowledge them and heal from them, the enemy would have no ammo to use as he fires off his bullets of guilt and shame and depression, regret and fear. He would, again, as we all know, stand powerless and defeated as we know him to be. But we're the willing bodies that give way to the things in our lives and allow them to be used and we provide the weaponry without force. We do it willingly. We just say, hey, Lucy, use this against me. Now, we can all recount something that needs our tending to in our lives. Everybody has their thing that they need to heal from. For me, one of those things that the Lord brought to my attention in 2019 as I started this journey to emotional healing was that I struggled with the idea of perfection in every area of my life. I found that I never wanted people to know I wasn't okay that I couldn't handle a situation, that I needed them for assistance, or that I was even dealing with traumas. When I was in high school and college, yeah, okay, I see that. People are cruel. You don't want them to, you know, know your business. You don't want to admit defeat or to give in to the status quo of being whack or lame and all of that. But then things start to seep into my adult life, my professional life my courtship, my finances, until I always found myself drowning. Case in point, perfect example. Anyone ever faced a hardship like financially, like an eviction, repossession, bankruptcy? Well, I have. My hand is raised right now. And, oh, but my pretty little perfect pretending self never spoke up about it. Yes, I allowed myself to financially drown after not being able to pay my bills because I couldn't muster up enough courage to reach out for a hand to admit that I was not perfect. Now, that seems so silly, right? Like, why would I allow myself to do that? And I thought that for one instance, it was just a one-off situation. But after putting in hours of counseling and peeling back the onion layers, I realized that I do this thing, okay? I'm telling on myself right now. I do this thing, yes, this thing. 
in every area of my life, I do this. I find myself equating perfection with being well. And if I'm not well and okay, that I have failed. Now, this is something that I am yet navigating through. And the moral of, the fa- of it is that, now this is something that I'm yet navigating through. But the moral of it is that if I had never taken a step back to recognize, I would have never been able to address it. So here it is, fam. There are specific things that haunt us from our past. Now, we're not about to go dig up anything. Trust me, I got stories for days and I don't think you guys care to really know all of it. But the sad part is, is that we don't even have to go digging for them because many of us are still carrying them today, right into this new year, on our shoulder and in our back pockets and pocketbooks because we're too prideful and too ashamed, too hurt and too stubborn, too afraid to let them go. You know what it is. Come on. You know, it's the person, the place, the thing you said that you would not hold on to or that you wouldn't bring into this new year. It's the triggers that you allow to happen in your life because of the comfortability. Oh, yes, the triggers. We'll talk about those. But the reality is that we have to get to the root of a thing. And prayer is the number one way to recognition. Begin to ask the Holy Spirit to provide wisdom and guidance and to show you where you need the healing. To reveal the triggers to you, the things that set you off, the things that tempt you, the things that weaken your faith and make you afraid. Ask him to show you. And of course, my favorite, you can journal. Journal about the times in which you have given into those triggers. What do they have in common? Do they begin and end the same way each time? Another great way to do it is to seek counsel. Get everyone involved and solicit support. Ask the closest people to you if they see things in you and areas that you need improvement. Ask them for accountability. We don't want to go back to the same things that we went back to every year, every decade, every month. We're saying the same things. I don't want that for you, and the Lord doesn't want that for you. I heard a pastor say that the issue with us as Christians is that we walk around thinking that because we have been saved, that is enough. No, 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 baby. The reality is that we were saved and are saved, still being saved and will be saved. Salvation is not a one and done. It's just like deliverance. Total sanctification is a daily commitment to reaffirming your faith walk with Christ. It's you saying, again, I am saved. I am healed. I am delivered. I want to openly say that letting people know my insecurities, it scares me. I fear how it would be used as the next weapon in the enemy's plot. But now I seek to get ahead of that. I seek to get ahead of things and that could possibly be said about me or shared about me. And I try to share it willingly. Now, anybody that knows me also knows I'm very private. So you're only getting what you get in it. I'm going to share with the people that I believe I need to share with. But I am healed. I have been healed. I'm being healed currently and I will continuously be healed in the future. And I want the same for you. That neglect, you're healed. That rejection, you are healed. The identity crisis, healed. The abandonment, you're healed. Pride, healed. Generational curses, healed. Financial poverty, healed. Comparison, healed. Lust, you're healed. 
God says in Psalms 34, 18, that the Lord will draw near to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. He wants to step in and do a full sweep of all the toxicity in your life, past and present. But you have to allow him in. You have to allow him to show you and to recognize for yourself the areas of opportunity that you can receive and to complete total healing and freedom. I dare you to declare today that you are delivered, that you are being delivered, and that you will continuously be delivered. My friends, I want to pray for us on today because I have felt this heaviness over the last couple of weeks that, I mean, we're coming into this new year. A lot of us are afraid about what this will mean for us. A lot of us don't even know what our next move is. We just know what's comfortable, what's familiar, and what we've continued to go back into every single time. No more. Freedom looks like this. Healing looks like this. The act of getting closer to God and drawing near to him so that he can reveal those things to you is freeing. Heavenly Father, I thank you. God, I thank you because your word says that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. The things that we walk around and we carry, God, whether it be guilt, shame, um, uh, whether we feel abandoned, God, whatever it is, we can carry it and we can bring it to you and lay it at your feet, God. We thank you because you are God. You're the creator. Father, you're the author and the finisher of our faith, God. We have nothing else to hold on to. We can hold on to the simple truth that you are good, that you will never leave us. God, so I thank you right now for my brothers and sisters. Thank you because I see their future, God. I see the healing that you have for them, oh God, the chains and the shackles that are being broken, God, that we're no longer in captivity. My God, if we continue to press in, God, I know that you have something amazing for us. God, I pray for every single person that is still yet in their healing process. God, I pray right now that you will continue to give them courage. Father, that you will equip them with every single thing that they need God, whether it be the support, God, whether it be a counselor, professional or medical help, God, whatever it is, Father, I pray that you surround them with that. God, that you wrap their your arms around them and to let them know that they are loved, that they are cherished, that they are precious. And the things of their past, whether it be sins, traumas, pains, hurts, God, things that we willingly engaged in or things that happened to us unwillingly where we were just a victim in it all, God, whatever it may be. Father, help us to rid ourselves of that this year. We are released from those things, God. Again, I want to just name out those things that I, I mentioned because I feel it so heavy, those generational curses, God. The pride, the stubbornness, the abandonment, Father. The rejection that we face, God. The lust, God. The identity crisis that we face, God. We give it to you on today and we leave it right at your feet, Father. I pray that we don't pick it back up, that we leave it there. God, that we walk in freedom and in truth, God, in 2020. God, I know that this is just one step closer to where we want us to be. One step. But that's all you require is for us to move, God. For us to put one foot in front of the other and for you to direct our path. So, God, that's what we're asking for. God, I pray right now for comfort as people are healing. God, I pray right now for peace as people are healing, God. I pray right now for provision as we're being healed, God. I thank you right now for you just, again, giving us that solace in you, God. 
in our healing process. We love you. We thank you. We honor you, God. And we thank you because there's truly none other like you in all the earth. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, be encouraged. I love you so much and I'm praying for you. I want us to be healed. And I want to just mention that as we're talking about healing this month, I just pray that as people are sharing their testimonies, because I'm going to share my testimonies with you. I have my friend Destiny Brown that will be on the mic with us the third week in January, and she'll be sharing from guilt to grace, her journey from guilt to grace. She, again, is an amazing, amazing, amazing woman of God, and I have watched her mature in her faith, and I'm so thankful for Destiny, and, and her story is now a blog, and um, she is the creative director of P.S. This is Grace, and so I'm so excited, and I just want us to remember that there is freedom here. And we can have freedom. And I, I just want to continue to let you all know that I'm praying for you, um, that I am continuously uh, believing God, that he's going to do something amazing in your lives. And I know that he will do it. And I just want to go ahead and leave you on that with our blessing. May the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Our God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful and consistent every time. Just trust him. All right, guys. I love you. I'm praying for you. And, of course, I hope you have a good week. Have a good one.